0: reading today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 16 through 21. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we no longer know him that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Last week we heard from the book of Nehemiah how the man Nehemiah directed a construction project to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. 445 years before Christ. Now we know from our Bible history that the Jews withdrew into that gated community, which they felt protected them from the outside world. They withdrew and insulated themselves physically, culturally, and spiritually and convinced themselves that God was their God and theirs alone. We also heard a bit from the story of Jonah, a prophet to the Gentiles in Nineveh, and Ruth, an immigrant from Moab who converted to Judaism and became the great-grandmother of King David, a pivotal figure in the history of Israel. Those stories represent what eventually became the worldview of biblical Judaism. For the overwhelming message of the Hebrew Bible is that God is the creator of all that God is God and God alone. Therefore, if there is but one God and that God is parent of us all, then we must be family. And you know what they say, you can choose your friends, but not your relatives. Now that perspective was baked into the DNA of Christianity. It was modeled by Jesus himself in his conversation with the Samaritan woman at the well. Pope Francis had the last word last Sunday, and he said, a person who thinks only about building walls, wherever they may be, and not building bridges is not Christian. That is not in the gospel. Taking down walls and building bridges is important. Taking down walls is the first step. But we need to take the second step and build those bridges. And that's our topic for today. Bridge-building is vital to Christian ministry. The Latin word for priest is pontifex, which means literally bridge-builder. Historically, the church at its best has sought to create connections between and among people and between God and humanity. Dr. Donald Lee Messer shares a story from World War II that may offer a model for our mission in the interesting times in which we live. An amazing bridge-building feat was performed by Russian troops in the winter of 1942. A military engineer by the name of Soznovkin and his brave band of men stood not far from a river on the front. Across the river on the opposite bank the Nazis were standing guard punctuated at intervals by the spurts of machine gun fire and the shells they launched into the Russian ranks. The Russian command knew they had to get across but in so doing, they faced steep odds. It would be near impossible to build a bridge without being detected by the German sentries patrolling the opposite riverbank. Engineer Soznovkin made a decision. He would build a bridge, quietly, and when it was completed, the Germans wouldn't even know it was there. He outlined the plan to his crew, and they went right to work. During the ensuing nights, the men labored stealthily hour after hour. They planted bridge pillars in firm foundations of stone, but they didn't let any part of the pillars or the top cross pieces extend above the surface of the water. They fastened pieces together with nuts and bolts coated with oil. They literally had to feel their way through each intricate operation in the icy water under the cloak of darkness. When the bridge was completed... Soznovkin drove stakes into the bank aligned precisely with the bridge. Russian tanks moved into position. They had all been painted white to match the snow-covered terrain. The first tank broke through the ice, and its treads rolled onto the bridge. Soon, a wave of armored vehicles crossed the river, and fanned out on the opposite bank. The Rejev offensive had begun, and the stunned Germans beat a hasty retreat. As a person committed to nonviolence, I hesitate to use war stories as sermon illustrations. However, building bridges under icy waters, seems an appropriate metaphor for the current divisiveness that troubles our nation, our world, and even our United Methodist Church. A few minutes ago, June read from Second Corinthians. Here is that text as translated by Eugene Peterson, In the message, we don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at the Messiah that way once and got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start is created new. The old life is gone. A new life burgeons. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. I'm reminded of the story of Peter and Cornelius in Acts, the 10th chapter. In a vision, Peter is invited to partake of every kind of food imaginable. But Peter said, Oh, no, Lord, I've never so much as tasted food that was not kosher. In response, he hears, If God said it's okay... It's okay. Peter is then escorted to the home of Cornelius, a Roman soldier, where he told those gathered, This is highly irregular. Jews just don't do this. Visit and relax with people of another race. But God has shown me that no race is better than any other. God plays no favorites. It makes no difference who you are or where you're from. The message he sent to the children of Israel, that through Jesus Christ, everything is being put together again, well, he's doing it everywhere among everyone. God settled the relationship between us and now urges us to settle our relationships with one another. Through Jesus Christ, everything is being put together again. He's doing it everywhere among everyone. That sounds like bridge building to me. Does it to you? Last week, I mentioned some of the walls that the church had built over the years to keep certain kinds of people out. For example, it wasn't that many years ago that the Book of Discipline prohibited smoking, drinking, and women uh, from serving as ordained clergy. (laughs) Our current Book of Discipline contains language that excludes certain people from receiving or offering the full range of the church's ministry. The question that occurs to me is, are there ways that the church could build bridges to reach out to persons and families who may feel walled out, excluded, Some churches have declared themselves reconciling congregations. That is to say, the walls that divide us as children of God are broken down. Christ is our unity. No human condition. Race, ethnicity... Culture, language, country of origin, handicapping condition, sexual orientation, gender identity, age, political, even, political ideology, even sports team affinity. Nothing disqualifies anyone from receiving the welcome of this congregation's open hearts, Open Minds and Open Doors. Some churches have explored offering assistance to immigrants who are seeking legal status or citizenship in the United States. Even considering a ministry of radical hospitality by helping to resettle a refugee family in the community in partnership with Church World Service, a longtime ecumenical teammate of the United Methodist Committee on Relief. Again, demonstrating open minds, open hearts, and open doors. Or, perhaps we can follow where the children lead us. Hannah, take one.
0: Open doors means that you are just willing to take your time and do all these wonderful things,
2: help other people you open the door to Jesus when you knocks on your heart Open heart is that like you're willing to do An open door is going one step further and saying, oh, yeah, come on in. Opening for anybody who wants to come to church. To help people who are sick all around the world to feel better. If
0: you need a church or something, you can come right in. Everybody's just invited. They're just like, come on, we'll love you. The church doors are open,
2: and so you can come in and you'll be happy and want to come here every day. They give to the poor, they feed the hungry, and they help the sick no matter what they life. like. They are a part of the church family.
1: Are there people that you know? people who are part of the congregation or the community who are hurting, grieving, feeling angry, estranged, alienated. How might we build bridges of Christ's love to reach out to them and extend healing and peace to settle our relationships. Would you make a note, please, to reflect on that question this week in your prayer time? where might we build a bridge? Think about that in your study time, your devotional time, and then please jot down any thoughts that occur to you, any inspirations that the Holy Spirit brings to your awareness. We're almost done, but... Before we close, would you like to hear a story? Once upon a time, there were two brothers who shared adjoining farms. For over 30 years, they worked side by side, sharing equipment and helping each other out whenever needed. Then one day, A rift developed. It began with a small misunderstanding, but then it grew into a major difference and finally exploded into an exchange of bitter words, followed by weeks of angry silence. One morning, there was a knock on the older brother's door he opened it to find a man with a carpenter's toolbox. I'm looking for a day's work, he said. Do you have any jobs I could do for you? As a matter of fact, I do, the older brother said. You see that farm across the creek? That's my younger brother's place. Last week there was a path between us, but he took a backhoe to the levee, and now there's a stream dividing our land. He did that to spite me, but I'll go him one better. See that pile of lumber over there by the barn? I want you to build me an eight-foot wall so I don't even have to look at his place anymore. I think I understand the situation, the carpenter said. Show me the nails and the post hole digger, and I'll do a job that pleases you. The older brother had several errands to run in town, so he helped the carpenter get the materials ready, and then he headed off for the day. It was just about sunset when he returned, The carpenter had just finished his job. The older brother's eyes were wide open and his jaw dropped. The carpenter hadn't built a wall. He had constructed a bridge stretching from one side of the creek to the other. It was a fine piece of craftsmanship at that with handrails and all and His younger brother was striding across with his hand outstretched, and then he spoke. After all I've said and done to you these past few weeks, I can't believe you'd still reach out to me. You're right. It's time to make amends. I'm so sorry. The two brothers sobbed openly as they hugged in the middle of the bridge. They turned to see the carpenter host his toolbox onto his shoulder as he walked up the driveway toward the road. They called out to him, asking him to stay for a few days and take care of some other projects around both of their farms. I'd love to stay, the carpenter said, but I have more bridges to build. So do we, my brothers and sisters. So do we. Amen. Beloved, let us go forth to build bridges. Bridges of understanding and respect. Bridges of cooperation and partnership. Bridges of peace and love. And may the Holy Spirit guide us as we go. Amen.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast of the First United Methodist Church in Turlock, California. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, non commercial, share alike license. For more information about our church, visit www.fumcturlock or call the church at 209 668 3000. Visitors are always welcome. And now, may the peace of the Lord dwell in your hearts this day.